comic. Why so serious? What? I'm here to talk to you about the Avengers issue. Logic. Dance off, bro. Me and you. Comic. What? Logic. It's my favorite part of the of Linus and Lucy is when he just breaks down like da 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 like like goes a little crazy and then he's just like no no gonna break it back now. That's what I love. That's what you were doing. You were doing the peanuts. Yeah, you were doing Linus and Lucy. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know what you were doing. I thought you were just going a little crazy. Oh well, a little bit of that. And maybe I just like always like getting the little you know beats to it. Mm-hmm. It's proper European waltz. Um. Anyway, welcome to Comic Book Logic, or should I say today, Comic Strip Logic. Oh wait, we th- this is where we're going to. Uh, <laughs> this is the strip one. This is where we're stripping. Yes. Well, thankfully, yeah. no one can see it. Yeah. 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 For well, every Simpson reference, you have to remove an article of clothing. <laughs> Joe got naked twenty minutes ago. <laughs> Dental plan. <laughs> there go his pants. <laughs> Uh, welcome to Comic Strip Logic. I'm your host Joe, and with me, as always, is my co-host Kevin Pigpen. Pigpen. <laughs> um, in case you can't tell, we're today we're gonna do the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown. It's the Great it's Pumpkin the great Charlie pumpkin Brown. Brown. You uh, son of a bitch. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> uh, so this is a little unique for us. This isn't an actual theatrical release, but you know, it's. I think it's something that everyone is familiar enough with that sure. we could do on the podcast. And, and the Peanuts movie is in theaters now, or will soon be, or might be by the time this goes up. When it I'm goes up, it sure. will be. Um, and we probably will not go out of our way to see it. Maybe <laughs> no. in a I'm, year when it's on DVD. You may see yeah, it. Yeah, I have a kid. I saw Hotel Transylvania <laughs> too, man. They will not let me bring you know my cats <laughs> uh, into the movie theater. They're that my would babies. Be, that would be who I would take. Yeah. <laughs> well, Indy, that's Snoopy up there. <laughs> oh, 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 he's clawing me. <laughs> Why no, that, that did I be, think this was a good idea? That'd be tut. Um, yeah, no, they're they're both pretty. Indy has ruined a lot of my clothes just from poking holes in them. Just because that's what he does. It's how he shows me he loves me. That's what you keep saying to yourself. Um, 
Anyway, uh, we're talking about It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, the holiday yeah. classic. And we're going to start off this episode like we start <laughs> off every episode. Kevin, what do you know about the comic strip Peanuts? <laughs> uh, I know that it made a lot of money for the <laughs> Charles M. Schultz estate. Yes, it did. Um, actually, no, I, 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 like most people, know and love Peanuts for uh, a long time. Yeah. Um, actually, this is really funny, but one of the things that Kevin and I kind of like geek out we don't geek out over it but our knowledge of comic strip cart of comic strips is kind yeah. of like obscene like no one our age should know yeah. that much about like we are crankshaft <coughs> we certainly are <laughs> we certainly are not um like uh, uh, you know scholars no, on the subject no, i think no. our knowledge of comic strips <laughs> is probably not as much as your knowledge of comic books yeah but we do to like that to throw point. A, we'd like to throw out a Mary Worth reference every once in a while. Um, I, I, I always, <laughs> I always liked and appreciate comic strips. I, I, we won't dive too deep. I don't think into it right now. Uh, we can do that another time. But um, no, I've always loved, uh, you know, Calvin and Hobbes. Obviously, Garfield. Um, Gar- Garfield <laughs> certainly has its moments. I had a lot of Garfield treasuries as a kid. I think a lot of people did. Um, I hate cul-de-sac the 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 now defunct um cul-de-strap uh, cul- cul-de-strap that's not what it's called uh cul-de-sac is a great one if you like um pearls before swine peanuts yeah. and and uh and um and calvin and Hobbes. it's sort of in that vein yeah um Anyway, yeah, some yeah. of those, some of the more, Far side. some of the more thinking man's comic strips, <laughs> not the family circus. You don't want to deal with that nonsense. <clears throat> no, thankfully there is not yet a theatrical family circus that Who we've did been... all my cocaine. Not me. <laughs> <laughs> How is it possible they never made a family circus movie? Um, they did make a cartoon at one point, a TV special for family circus. There was an Easter one I know. Yeah. I remember that. Um, yeah. with I believe music by Dizzy Gillespie. Oh, really, really strange. Yeah. Dizzy Gillespie did the music and I think voiced the Easter Bunny. You get well. I also get all my political commentary from Doonesbury, so that's. <laughs> Which I don't think he's been running the dailies. It's been like 70s Doonesbury for Ooh. a really long time. So and then like the Sundays just, are new. He's just railing against Nixon. It's, just it's like, a lot of Nixon references. <laughs> it's all about Nixon. And you know what? No one has noticed. <laughs> it's very strange. No one has noticed. <laughs> Thanks, Obama. <laughs> Thanks, Richard Nixon. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Peanuts actually was uh, started in 1950. Um, the first comic strip, of course, was is the very famous one of uh, I think it's Shermie and Patty, not Peppermint Patty, but Patty, the original Patty. Yeah, yeah. talking to each other, talking about how great Charlie Brown is, and talking was, shit about Charlie Brown. No, basically. and then Charlie Brown walks by, and then Shermie turns to him and goes, "I hate that guy." Yeah, <laughs> it's just like Whoa. that's our introduction. That's our introduction to Charlie Brown. Yeah, football headed Charlie Brown. Uh, yeah, he was. It was. Uh, it started in 1950. At its height of its circulation, it was like 2,600. Co- uh, Newspapers uh, worldwide translated into like seventy-five different languages. Mm-hmm. I believe in France it translates to uh, "ennui brun." Ennui <laughs> brown. Yeah. Yeah. Brun. 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 Uh. <laughs> he's makes sense. He's, ah, this bon. He cannot <laughs> kick the football. He cannot fly the kites. <clears throat> ah, he is from. He cannot make wine. <laughs> he uh, makes terrible wine. <laughs> And he makes a love like a Luxemburger. Uh, he, that's, a, that's a saying, right? <laughs> he, the people, lo- the French love Charlie Brown. He's he's like their national hero. Second only to, you know, all things uh, Jerry Tintin. Lewis. Oh, I was going to say 
That's not French. It's Belgian, but they yeah. speak French, so the joke stands. Belgian. We can do it. We can do Tintin. We could also do Asterix, the Gaul, and any anything. <laughs> and the Smurfs. Yeah, speaking. That, stick well, with the Belgians. Belgians yeah, speak sticking with Belgium. Anything drawn by Mobius. Um, I can't think any other huh. French references. But, a Mobius strip reference? No, Mobius is an actual oh. artist, a French artist. He, he did work on... I thought you were just no, being no. Uh, a little bit I, abstract. It's, I think it's pronounced Moebius. It's M-O-E-B-I-U-S. I'm not a big fan of his strips. I find him a little too <laughs> one-sided. <laughs> what? Yes! There it is. Yay. I applauded myself. No, we're not to that part of uh, of Great Pumpkin <laughs> no, yet. No, not yet. Um, so, so the rest of the characters uh, kind of appeared. I think Snoopy appeared in the third comic. The rest of the characters appeared over the years. Strip went downhill once Snoopy started walking around on two legs. <laughs> it's no. true. Original Snoopy walking no, around no, adorably no, yeah. on four legs. Right. Mounly men should walk on two legs. <laughs> not dogs. It um, got eerily uh, uh, Orwellian once he started yeah. walking around wearing clothes. A little yeah. scarf. Yes. Goggles. Some of the late last characters that were introduced into the <laughs> the uh, canon of Peanuts, if you the will, the Peanuts verse. The Peanuts verse is uh, Marcy, uh, Franklin, who uh-huh. was introduced uh, much later after uh, desegregation. Right. Uh, <laughs> Who's allowed to go to the Peanuts school? <laughs> yes. And uh, a character named... They bust him an hour to oh, get there. But... Rerun, who I believe is Linus and uh, Lucy's little brother, right? Is his name actually Rerun? It is Rerun. Like from what's happening? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> uh, Fred Rerunberry. Yes. Uh, no, but his name... The character's name is Rerun. I, I thought I th- so. Yeah, he's just like a little tiny Linus yeah, or something. Yeah, he's like yeah. a little Linus. And yeah, so... Was the... he actually in the strips? Or... Yes, he was. Okay. He was Where introduced, he was... I believe, in the late 70s. Okay. So it was too late... Four, it's a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Right. Which, He's in a lot of the later, crappier uh, TV yeah. specials. <laughs> like, uh, it's the Constitution, Charlie Brown. Oh, right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right. Um, so, well, it's we'll get... Columbus Day, Charlie Brown. <laughs> <laughs> what? He did what to the natives? <laughs> I feel oh. like they've done that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's a great pumpkin job. Kevin contact. Yes, it is. Uh, okay. Kevin originally contacted me. He was uh, talking about, uh, we should do this as a short. And I'm like, it's the great pumpkin Charlie Brown is something that me and you could probably talk about for hours. <laughs> I don't know how long it'll actually go, but this probably won't be uh, too short at least. So the great pumpkin Charlie Brown starts off with one of my favorite moments. Your favorite oh, sequence. It's just, Which I love as well. It's, but it's so brilliant because it sets up this whole thing of Lucy getting the giant pumpkin and rolling it to, yeah. to, of course, the Vince Guaraldi soundtrack, which I love. Mm-hmm. And as I was talking about in the beginning, it just like breaks down. And you're just like, whoa, whoa, this guy's really white, but doing jazz. Yeah, uh, well, and that was, so that was actually written for, um, this was the second special, right? This was, third. was it the third? This is the third one. What was, what would came in between? Because Christmas would have been the first. first one. Uh, what would have come in between? Yeah, I have it in my notes. I'll have to pull it up in Not just a Thanksgiving, because no. that was garbage. <laughs> that was garbage. Uh, uh, anyway, no, I mean, I, I, Charlie I, I, Brown's All-Stars. What is that one? 
Uh, I'm sure I've seen it. You probably have. Um, Charlie Brown's All Stars. Oh, that's where uh, that's where they uh, they play football. I believe so. <laughs> it's a football game. Yes, they lose their first game of the season, 123 to zero. Yeah, <laughs> it's the football one. Is it fo- football or baseball? Yeah, it's the football one. It's, okay, it's not a. Uh, yeah, it's not the, terrible. The, the the two that everyone knows, of course, is it's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, and, yeah. and uh, those are the 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 two good ones. Yes, yeah, <laughs> the two good ones. But yeah, the soundtrack written for that, and and one of the things I love about that song. It's about Linus and Lucy um, and the whole soundtrack. I love the whole soundtrack. I, I used to say that the only Christmas album worth owning is Vince, the Vince Guaraldi trios um, Christmas, Charlie yeah. Brown Christmas album, whatever yeah. the hell it's actually called. Um, it's the only one that that's worth owning because I about, hate Christmas music. What about John Denver and the Muppets? John Denver and the Muppets. I, I've since softened my stance a bit on select Christmas music. Yeah. I don't mind Elvis's Christmas. I don't mind Muppets Christmas uh, Bing Cros- music. Bing Crosby's Bing Crosby Christmas. Crosby my favorite one. Some great stuff. Um, there, there's a lot. You, you can uh, my Christmas playlist. Um, has grown. Uh, it has some some funny stuff. It has some other, but I can't stand ninety nine percent of Christmas music. And this one, this one's a little weirder because it does have it has a lot of the, the baseline uh, Great Pumpkin theme. I think this is it. every kid's introduction to jazz. Pretty much, I would say that unless yeah. you like have a weird dad who's really <laughs> into jazz and it's like wearing a come beret. and listen to this nonsense. <laughs> come and, and you- listen to this guy squawk into a <laughs> trumpet for six hours, and it's like. Have you ever you ever hear Kevin? Char- this is arts. This is art. Sit down and enjoy it and appreciate it. You like Charlie Parker? <laughs> like no, Dad. No Not- one actually does. <laughs> Not my rhythm. It's a joke that's gotten out of hand. <laughs> is it fast or slow? Is it fast or slow? Yeah. Smack him. Oh, I have whiplash. <laughs> so that was what the name of the movie. That's how that came. That's most, what that came most from. Most terrifying right? villain of all time. <laughs> I will. J.K. Simmons. Oh my God, that movie. Dark. But I love that movie. Great I, movie. I, I do too. I think that movie's Great movie. fantastic. Um, and that's one of those movies that you know me. I would. That seems like not type of Joe movie, but I was just utterly it's in love with it. It's dark enough, and it's very. It, it, it's it, it's to its point. It doesn't wander into now there's a love story it doesn't it's about its thing it's about jazz and it's about crappy people playing jazz jazz. about white people playing jazz yeah you know yeah but anyway yeah so the 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 the, it's the great pumpkin actually starts off with the of course the the linus and lucy and the role in the great pumpkin (laughs) and then you get to the finally to the end of the gag because really what this movie is it's a series of gags right it works just like like the strips yeah and at the end she finally cuts it open and after this whole long thing, Linus just starts bawling. He's like, I didn't know you were going to kill it. Yeah. And then boom, and starts up. Yeah. That's the yeah, that's yeah. The, the next thing. Yeah. And I, I think one of the most more important things to talk about, I mean, we could talk about a lot of different things with it, but I I think the like the 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 weird thing, I know because we're going to talk about the weird PTSD thing that Snoopy goes through halfway through the movie. <laughs> it's the strangest thing of all time. <sighs> I... I it's like from another special completely but i think the weird thing with this with this special as opposed to anything else is the strange anti i was talking about a little earlier it's the anti-christmas special message that it presents uh so the charlie brown christmas special Mm -hmm. it's all about you know the belief in oneself the belief in you know this 
this higher power that you have this ability to mm-hmm. through the power of positive thinking and it's right it's it's belief. charlie brown is is we, we i'm sure we'll get to it we'll get to it again in a, in a, in a couple of months well, I'm, yes, sure. I'm sure it'll be fun yeah. but uh he, he quickly he he's maligning which is not a terribly charlie brown thing to do i think but because he's he's always very self-absorbed it's always about yeah. everyone is is uh kicking him all the time and it's yeah. always about why do all the bad things happen to me but um, in reality they kind of do they do they yeah. absolutely yeah. do and he's he's the 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 dumping ground of of everything yeah. in in the the peanuts verse such yeah. as it is the peanuts verse but um out of the blue charlie in the brown Christmas special, i would like to invite you to the avengers initiative <laughs> <laughs> good grief <laughs> the peanuts initiative <laughs> <laughs> it's what it's it's an acronym it's it, peanuts is an is an abbreviation for yeah. you know the the personalized something. earth active like network of <laughs> unified treaties system <laughs> system <laughs> peanuts good grief um so he's mourning uh the commercialization of, of christmas, christmas right yeah. and and every time he tries to sort of think that something uh legit christmasy is going to happen it's all just about you know bullshit it's about right? dancing weird to jazz it's about dancing in bullshit and yeah. they they send him out to get a tree and he comes back with <laughs> the dumbest the tree ever. in history yeah. like i don't know why even he thought that was a good idea but that's the idea yeah. um but ultimately it's they come around and they realize that there's yeah. in everything and in each other and in themselves in the season and it takes linus explaining the birth of jesus <laughs> for everyone to understand how they've been bad people yeah um but of course boxing day rolls around <laughs> on the 26th and they're right back to kicking charlie brown in the ass <laughs> literally and metaphorically yeah but this movie on the other hand and as as shown in like the first sequence after the the title where linus is writing a letter to the great pumpkin <clears throat> right and Linus is like what? Uh, probably five, maybe six. They never really yeah, say. Their ages are always a little open to interpretation. I, I usually think that like Charlie Brown and Lucy are probably around like seven, eight ish, and so yeah, Linus well, would be five or six ish. They aged. They had to grow up pretty quickly after that plague wiped out all of the adults. Right. They they spoke like they lost their ability to talk. They spoke like muted trombones for a while. <laughs> And then uh, they all died, apparently. Died. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so Linus is, is writing a letter to the Great Pumpkin. Yeah. And, of course, Lucy- which Which, who knows where he even got Get that. The idea. No one else in the Peanutsverse has really even heard of this other than through Linus. He's clearly got this weird dissociative which, thing going on. Which is that he's going to write a letter to the Great Pumpkin. And the tradition states that on October 31st, which is, you know, the middle of fall, he's going to sit in a pumpkin patch... All night. Uh, uh, uh. The most sincere pumpkin patch. Yes, the most sincere pumpkin patch. All night and wait for the great <laughs> pumpkin to arrive and grant give him presents. Yeah, gives him toys. Toys yeah. and whatever. Yeah, P- pumpkin toys. <laughs> right. Pretty pumpkin spice lattes. lattes. <laughs> oh, man, there'd be lots of girls and Pumpkin spice everything. There'd be girls in Ugg boots with vests exactly. on waiting there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, all dressed like Han Solo. All dressed like Han Solo. Jessica Han Solo. Um, that's, a, that's, a, that's a visit reference for you right nice. there. Uh, so, yeah, so he's writing this letter. and oh, Catherine Luke, Han. Catherine, Catherine sorry, Han not Solo. Jessica. Yeah. So, Catherine yeah. <laughs> Han So, Lucy is berating him. Like, right. you block you block yeah. it. You she's like, you do this every goddamn year, <laughs> and I have to put up with it because she's the older sister. Yeah. And she's like, I'm trying to get you to come out and be normal for a minute. Yeah. 
for one day. Yeah. And he's like, no, I'm going to. This is my thing. This is my thing. Would you tell a, a Jew to eat pork? <clears throat> Right. No, you you wouldn't. You'd respect their beliefs. Would you? Would you? Right. You know, uh, t- tell a Muslim to pray to the West. No, you. you right. You understand? This is his yeah. holiday tr- yeah. tradition. Yeah, it's like this is just like me with my wife, and she's like, "Come on, we're supposed to go see my family," and I'm like, "This is not my family tradition." <laughs> what I do is I sit on the couch and I watch MST3K for 24 hours. <laughs> I'm not going to go to your family's Thanksgiving. And she's like, I want a divorce. I'm like, oh, it's going to cost me so much money. So I end up going. Uh, but yeah, he has his belief, which is to, to write to the Great Pumpkin and mm-hmm. to get his toys. And it's, it's, it's a play on Santa Claus. Yeah. But, it, but in the, it's this weird anti-Christmas message where Christmas is all about belief and this, this charming right. story about, you know, uh, the, the power of an adolescent squash farmer. Yeah. <laughs> in this one, it's, it's more like, no, everything you believe is wrong. Because even his 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 powerful spoilers. Yeah. Let's let's get there. We got to make sure that we okay. we see how okay. this all turns out for poor Linus. Well, yeah, and and poor Sally at the same time. And poor Sally. Yeah. Well, so because of course, as we know, Sally is in love with Linus. Sally yeah. is Charlie Brown's brother in love with sister. Linus. Sister, Jesus. Uh, I was getting ahead of myself because I started to then say that, of course, Le- you know, Lucy and yeah. Linus are brother and sister. So we've got sort of these two families. Yeah. N- neither have, have parents. Um, What's Linus's last name? Van, Van Pelt. Pelt. Yes. Yes. Took me a second to think of it. The Van yeah, Pelt. I knew it was two. I knew it was two two words, and I could not. I couldn't place it. Yes. Actually, 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 before Charlie Brown's parents came over in uh, 1944, they were the Von Brauns. <laughs> <laughs> I changed that pretty quick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> make the timeline. The timeline makes sense. If Charlie Brown is six years old in 1950, <laughs> Charlie Brown's parents were Nazis. That's what I'm saying. Uh, so yeah, the meanwhile as 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 Linus writes his letter and everything, all the kids. Maybe get, that's where the, where his parents are. They're, they've been tried for war crimes. <laughs> Actually, the little suburb they live in is in the Hague. Um, <laughs> right, it, it's the Nuremberg trials. <laughs> Charlie Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch, Mr. Von and Mr. Brown. Uh, what do, what do you have to say to the charges against you? Good grief. That is what Judgment at Muremberg sounded like. <laughs> no, that's a classic. That's great. <laughs> nah, that's a classic. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, they yeah. have the, uh, the, all the kids get prepared to go out for Halloween. And they all put on they're their gonna, cos- Right, and then they're, 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 they're going to they have a Halloween they gotta, party. They got to dress up. They're like going to have a Halloween party later. Yeah, like like most uh, kids in, that, in the 1950s and 60s, they dress up as ghosts or right. KKK members. <laughs> the best ghosts with a sheet. Yeah, over their heads. Where do they have all these extra sheets? Or I know the Eisenhower years were rich in America, <laughs> but I'll tell you what: if my kid cut a hole in my sheets, that kid would yeah. see the backside of my belt very quickly. Lucy <laughs> dress adds a little bit of yeah, a complicated the, layer. Yeah, she puts yeah. a mask. On. She puts a witch mask over the, the sheets that she's it's already. So now she's it's a trying to witch. look. She's trying to look through the eye holes that she cut out of the sheet. Then through the eye holes of the mask. This is why all those children died. Just getting hit by cars. cars. No one could see anything. They couldn't see the murderers coming. And they were 1950s cars, so those things will kill you. Oh, like, yeah. Hey, like, you, they won't even dent the car. Ten miles an hour. You don't even feel yourself going over that bump. <laughs> you just go limp. Um. <laughs> Ridiculous. 
So many kids did not come back. But no, Charlie Brown finds out that he was not. He was accidentally invited to the party. Yeah, he was accidentally invited to this to the Halloween party. <clears throat> right, and so Charlie Brown. My favorite thing about Charlie Brown through this whole God, thing. God, what, what is such a different time? I mean, seriously. You couldn't get away with that, like not inviting a kid in the class to to a Halloween party if you had it. Well, there were two lists. There yeah. was the list. list of people to invite and the list of people not to invite. invite. And he ended up on the wrong list. But I mean, seriously, so that's what happened. Uh, you know, as as a parent now and as is a teacher as well. There, yeah, you have you to could never get away with that. You would be. I, I don't even know. Like. Oh, you can't. There's no like. Well, this isn't a school. This isn't a school party. But this doesn't, is, it doesn't matter. I mean, know. if it's the entire class is invited, they're it's yeah. gonna, you know, it, that's just that, that well, would never. Well, also the kids trick or treating by themselves wearing KKK outfits would never <laughs> happen as well. Well, the you know, on some level, I've always understood, especially uh, Great Pumpkin, really illustrates um, just how, how evil kids are. How evil kids are. How. Dumb Charlie Brown out, is. It turns out the real monsters were the children. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, you know, the, everyone's really crappy to Charlie Brown. And mm-hmm. when you watch Great Pumpkin, you kind of get it because Charlie Brown's going to make himself a ghost costume. Everybody else is like, I cut out the eye holes. I put it over my head. I'm good. Charlie Brown says, I had a little problem with the eye holes. He comes out and covered it's in just, eye holes. Right. It's just, there's like 30 holes in the sheet. <laughs> like, he clearly goofed up. And his yeah. his solution was to just keep cutting eye holes, just <laughs> willy nilly in the sheets. It's like some like autistic level, like low level spectrum thing right there. Just keep cutting, just keep a cutting. A little bit. So yeah. eventually the parents have to wrest the scissors away from his hands. Like, no, I have to keep cutting. Right. It was like I had to even it out. Like he had to. Right. Yeah. Like there's something seriously wrong. And all the parents, when they trick or treat, all the other parents get it because what do they do they were like i'm gonna give this kid a rock he's not <laughs> gonna know, rock. he's not gonna know the difference Holy between God. candy and a rock clearly that's, that, that's so like that is one of the most horrible well, things i can imagine like, the worst thing possible the timing is brilliant too when you watch it just pay attention to those scenes because the kids come up they get their candy charlie brown walks up there's a brief beat where they, where you know the parents are deciding, <laughs> you know the parents are they like, I can give this kid a candy. Decision to put a rock in the bag. They have a rock <laughs> in the house, ready to go for the worst costume, and they're like, this kid. They, you can, you can just imagine. You can't see it, but you can just imagine like the mother and father like standing there, they just sort of like sideways glance at each other, <laughs> and the father rock. like gives the nod to his wife to throw the rock, like. <laughs> This kid gets the rock. This is clearly the bottom and, and of the barrel. It's not even like a nice rock, like a sedimentary <laughs> rock. It's a big old igneous. Yeah, it's ain't a geo. It's, it's a chunk of this is, concrete. Yeah, this is, is something is. he broke up. Somebody, you know, yeah, somebody <laughs> replaced some fence posts or something. It was like this is a chunk of concrete that we're giving to some kid. Like, you know what? Charlie Brown's probably gonna come trick or treating. Let's get a rock ready for him. This happened at every house. That's what's so extra messed up about this whole situation oh man is that he got a rock he got more than one rock he got multiple rocks and the kids are going out and they're excited they're like i got a pack of gum and it's like that's a crappy yeah but it was and like, somebody's like i got an eraser or but whatever it was like the 1960s and they were like i got a pack of lucky strikes <laughs> <You know? laughs> right they couldn't say that but yeah that's what yeah, most of them I, got probably it's like i got a pack of lucky strikes i got a lucy <laughs> I got a I got a tin of red chief Indian uh, chewing tobacco. Don't say Lucy too loud. She might hear you. 
You yeah. get the weird hippie sitting there like, hey, kids, you want something special? He like, gives them some like like LSD tabs and crap like that. <laughs> hey, look at this kid. He's covered in eye holes. Uh, that's what Snoopy took. That's why he's having a flashback to World War One. He's on LSD the entire time. Yeah, he, he wasn't even, you know. Oh, we could start talking about that because we're getting Let's to we that. Get that part. Well, they get to the party. Yeah. And Charlie Brown enables this whole thing because he just says here's a world war one flying ace which you know practically speaking that was a thing in that that was a, a shtick in the cartoon in the strips yeah there would be a narration of here's a world war one flying ace, and, and it would be snoopy stick sitting on his right on it would be an extended run of right and he would be the red baron fighting the red yeah. baron he is made famous in the a... song snoopy and the red baron by the royal guardsman <clears throat> sure there you can put that beat in there when you're that's when a you're good one it, yeah let's yeah. let's let's play it what's what's the what's the what's the band and it does Charlie Brown. Dun, 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 dun. You know, He's I don't clown. know, but I'll find it. I'll find it. We'll Why do is it. everybody always, always picking, picking on me? Because you're a, an asshole. You're a wiener. You're an <laughs> asshole, and you you cut up all the eye holes, and you knew. Yeah. He should have known by, like, the eighth <laughs> eye hole that it was like, I should really find another sheet and start over. This is ridiculous. You know, or just go with something else. Just go with something else. Go with anything else. Go with a pirate. Take your dog's costume because yeah, why a, is your dog dressed wearing as a, a costume? World War One flying ace? But okay, so th- this is actually at um, at Cantini, which is a, uh, a a a park by close to where we live, like a golf course, resort, it, yeah. sort of a thing. Well, but they actually in, have in a, they have a yeah. museum because it's Cantini's actually named after a World War One battle, and the mm-hmm. the guy who owned it, which I can't remember his name right now, Steve Cantini. Steve Cantini. His son went and fought with uh, the Big Red One. In World War One, and there was a uh, uh, they they made a, a museum dedicated to the Big Red One. Now they did a whole exhibit recently on wartime cartoons. Oh, um, and uh, Bill Maudlin was one of them, and he was apparently good friends with Charles Schultz, mm-hmm. and th- that's where a lot of this comes from. Is this wartime cartoons that like between Bill Maudlin and Charles Schultz? I actually learned something from going to a museum that did its job. Wow, yeah, and uh, but yeah, it's so so Snoopy. And like I don't know yeah. if they needed filler or what. Is imagines that he's f- shot down <clears throat> over enemy lines, right? So they so they try to illustrate the 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 World War One flying ace thing, yeah. which I don't know that this was the proper venue for it, but I don't know what else would have been because it's not like anyone was going to sit down and watch like a, a whole twenty something minute. You yeah, know, and of it's that. So, but it's it's like a third of the show. It is, and it's like him sneaking around enemy lines, like right. He's shot down, get... and then he's in front. He's he's in front. It's 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 Grand Illusion. He's in the <laughs> movie Grand, Grand Illusion, Illusion, the 30 something genre noir, terrific film. Fuck Grand. He's in Grand Illusion. I understand. And he, yeah. He gets shot down, and then he's on in the French countryside, and he ends up, and then he walks into the Halloween party thinking it's that he's in, in a, a barn, right? Like, like yeah. a French, like yeah, Townhouse, like just yeah. a right. And there's like, and so Schroeder, Schroeder starts playing all of like, these like long way to Tipperary right. and the long long walk home <clears throat> and right. like the the, and last, the upbeat rah yeah. rah songs he starts getting into, and then when he starts playing something a little yeah. more. Uh, somber. Yeah, I, he I, starts weeping. I got a list of the songs. I actually it's, looked it up. It's a, on some level, I love the sequence, but I, it's also so bizarre that I really because it's otherwise it's like 
children in Halloween and they're bobbing for apples and they're wearing costumes <laughs> and trick or treating and Linus it's, is well, out ha- in the middle of a pumpkin patch. It's it's a long way to weird. Tipperary. Um, then it goes into there's a long long trail. That's what the sad ones. Yeah, and then he goes pack up your troubles in your old kit bag. And then they play the roses of Picardy, and that's when he starts crying. Right, Snoopy starts bawling in this like adorable like yeah, yeah. musical. It's a it's got to be some kind yeah. of a musical instrument. Yeah, it's something like, like his, that. I don't know. It's very bizarre. Yeah, it's it's just like but you're just like at the same time, and then they stop it and they don't reference it again for the rest of the thing. Yeah, the it's rest just is special. Well, it's it's everything else's vignettes. Well, I, I shouldn't really say that because there is a through line. There's yeah. two through lines. There's the trick or treating in the party, and then there's the great pumpkin, the, the great pumpkin thing, which you know uh, does get tied in because we see the great pumpkin, or Linus well, well, thinks he sees. Well, hold the great on, hold pumpkin. on, because when the, the kids are going to the party. Uh, Lu- uh, um, um, Sally decides to go stay with Linus because Linus, right? She tries a, to go, but as a great cult leader, you know, brings yeah. his girl over because he promises her that there'll be candy and 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 food and all the and the great pumpkins gonna bring all these toys, and so like Sally decides that she's gonna stay with him, which is uh, uh just bizarre yeah. that she would do that, but she's in love with him. Is so Sally and uh goes there and all the rest of the kids go to the party and that's where charlie brown goes to the party and gets right pretty much sally doesn't even go trick-or-treating no, she just she just goes yeah, right she misses to the, the whole pitch. thing and La- and lucy in in great form is is just says you know she's 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 railing on her she's railing but then she says you know what she's gotta she's gotta have a another bag for yeah. or another she gotta get an extra piece for her brother yeah for her blockhead brother yeah who's waiting for the great pumpkin exactly and so, so then Charlie. So of course we're back at the party, and Charlie Brown gets humiliated multiple times. You know they draw on on the back of his head so they can do the pumpkin. Right. And who doesn't know how to make that pumpkin face? Seriously, right. that they're they, like, we'll make a triangle here and a triangle here and the mouth like this, and they're like, oh great, Violet. Yeah, we'll make every jack o' lantern that anyone has ever made. seen in the history of Halloween. No, they did that just to brilliant, just, just to draw on Charlie Brown. That's yeah. the reason why they did that. But right. l- luckily, Lucy. gets... We didn't see later when they were just drawing like dicks all over. <laughs> <laughs> just, Luckily, Lucy gets her, her her just rewards when bobbing for apples because she reaches in there and pulls up an apple, and Snoopy's attached to the apple. Who's been swimming Snoopy in the barrel. <laughs> he's just in Which there. Is, that's the thing submerged. is that... Submerged. He's been in there for how long? <laughs> waiting for his moment. His moment to strike. Do dogs even know how to hold their breath? I feel like we're this, in sh- Shaun of the Dead moment right now. It's like, do dogs look up? It's like, do <laughs> Big, dogs L says, Big L says dogs, dogs can't hold their breath. <laughs> exactly. So and then she's like, ah, dogs. Ah, and the, the party is pretty much over. Yeah. She shuts it down right there. Yeah, she shuts it down, which leads us back to Linus, who's you know falling asleep at this moment. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Sally's finally gets enough of it. And she just is like, you know what? There is no great pumpkin. There's, yeah. there's never going to be. I, I lost out on everything. I lost out on my life uh, because <laughs> I I, no, I I lost out on, on living. I gave up everything for, for you. you. I gave I, I gave up all of this and having fun and being young just so I could believe in this Catholic God. I mean, the great pumpkin. And, <laughs> <laughs> um, and and this is this is what we, we get out of it. And Linus is Linus has his moments of doubt. They go because he says if the great pumpkin comes, he means yeah. when. Yeah. When he the says, great oh. pumpkin. I'm toast. Yeah, he he has his moment of doubt. He has. Or he his, says, "I'm doomed." I'm doomed. He has his Jesus in the desert moment. You know, yeah. like like he's like his moment of like, God, why have you forsaken me? Moment. Yeah. It's really Before dark. Before the rooster crows, you will deny the, the great pumpkin, pumpkin three, three times. 
uh, before the beagle crows. <laughs> it's it's really it's a real dark moment because yeah. it's like it's the it's the moment of doubt in a child's mind when he stops believing in his in his god, which just happens to be a pagan pumpkin headed god, but still. <laughs> um, and then of course this big shadowy creature appears out of the pumpkin patch, yeah. and Linus is like, "Oh my god, is a great pumpkin!" He passes out, and it turns he out yeah. it's Snoopy. It was just Snoopy. <laughs> he's just he's just like, lost behind enemy lines. He just what's going on? <laughs> what, yeah. What, what, what's, What's all this about? What's all this about? All right. All right. I'm, I'm at you, Peace yeah. out. You guys got any food? Yeah. You guys got any peanut butter? <laughs> Dogs love peanut butter. And then, of course, Snoopy, and, uh, you cut to the end and it's uh, uh, Lucy wakes up and sees that Linus isn't in bed. She goes out to the pumpkin patch and yeah. picks him up and brings him to bed. Mm-hmm. You know, a really sweet moment because yeah. she's just like, God damn. She understands. She's a, she's the older sister. She's yeah. been She's been dealing with this for a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's true, and then of course at the very end it's the next day, and you have this this the denouement of like Charlie Brown like, so did you finally learn your lesson? He's like, no. Yeah, he's how, like, next how year. Dare you? Just you wait until next year. How dare you? He's I'm like, gonna burn this mother down. He's like a Cubs fan. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Did we just make a sports <laughs> reference? Uh, yeah. Even like a super obvious one it, but he, on he, our comic book movie podcast. It, did. He's, he's just like, you know what? We're, it's it's going to be better next season. Next season, we're going to go all the way, guys. Next season, yeah. we're going to go all the way. I don't care if Back to the Future doesn't predict it. It's going to be 2016. <laughs> we're going all the way. And of course, Charlie Brown looks on like, ah, oh, good grief. Good grief. And, it's, 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 and that's, that's the end. Yeah, that's our great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Production notes. Uh, you're not hearing anything. I think I, I think yeah, I am now. Okay, I was gonna say I hear myself. So okay, yeah, it might just be your headphones. No. So anyway, uh, production notes. <clears throat> of course, the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, uh, was we, as we mentioned earlier, it was the third in the line of a uh, Charlie uh, Christmas special. Uh, the uh, original peanut the original specials. Good ones. 
Yeah, it was uh, first aired in 1966, only 25 minutes long, which is funny because you think that it's longer because, you know, back then it was like everything would be like 45 minutes long and then they'd add commercials for like cigarettes mm-hmm. and dish soap <laughs> and that would stretch it out to an hour long special. But no, it was only 25 minutes written. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And it was for yeah, October 27, 1966. Hmm. So, yeah, America was in in Vietnam, you know. The, the it was the height of the counter, the counterculture movement was just starting up getting really revved up protests on campus Crosby Stills Nash and Young Young I think was about two years out from Ohio I don't remember exactly. yeah it was nineteen Ohio was nineteen seventy oh 1970. Okay. So, yeah, four years out from Ohio mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah um, yeah so this was like a very strange very and like and as I was saying it's a very very uh, like anti-establishment piece. I, yeah, I mean, so there's, I feel like there's two readings of it. So there's, there's the reading that I think we're attracted to, especially looking back on it, you know, we having grown up with it in the nineties and then, um, you know, looking back in late eighties and nineties and then, you know, looking back on it now in 2015, as we talk about it as jaded adults with, you know, full of wine and cookies, but the (laughs) cookie book logic, (laughs) the, uh, uh, there, there's a way to read this of as we've been talking about. Yeah. Um, but I feel like there's also as silly as Linus looks and is sort of portrayed to be, there's something attractive about that approach, that determination where he says, you know what? Uh, this is what we're going to do. This is, this is my tradition. And look at how it worked out for everyone else to issue, you know, the Great Pumpkin tradition. Yes, they got their candy, and yes, they went to a party, but, you know, Lucy got her comeuppance. Charlie Brown got a bag full of rocks, you know. So nobody what you're else, saying is... Nobody else went home. It's like, like they, they got their whole monkey's paw worth of, <laughs> you know, I You know, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like, well, because, you know, Schultz probably... I don't know. Patty ended up pretty well, and she was like the worst of them all. <clears throat> I need a cough button. Sorry. Um, you know, Schultz, I don't, I don't know what, and maybe now is the time to talk about it, but I don't know how involved Schultz was. I mean, Schultz was very religious, yeah. obviously. I mean, but that actually, was a big, he, well, I mean, you could, there was, um, that was the big fear with the, the Christmas special was, was that it was too religious. A little too Jesus-y. Yeah. Well, Schultz was was very religious, and and well, it and it didn't. All the Jewish people in Hollywood did not appreciate it. <laughs> At least, the, well, Charles Schultz wrote something different, but no, I'm just joking. He didn't write anything bad, <laughs> right? Well, I what, that's why I wonder how involved he would have been, and if he even saw that reading, or are we sort of reading into it kind I think, of now? Well, of course, we're reading into it now, but he, I, he was very involved. He was very involved in everything. Peanuts. He was he was not the Jib Davis of the peanut. Like, uh, he he. No, wrote, that's true. Yeah, he but wrote. I mean, every but I wasn't strip. sure the about the thing, television specials. Oh no, he did. He did it all. Okay. The only thing he was. The only thing that he only had partial influence on was the. Uh, was the comic book for Peanuts? Like that could they'd actually have like comic Peanuts comic books along mm. with the daily strips, and he didn't do any of the any of the drawing or writing on the comic strips. He just had approval on. Them. Okay. Or the comic books, but he did all the right. comic strips himself. In fact, he did them all the way up until he died in 2000. That day, I knew. The yeah. day after he, he he wrote the last strip, he died in a weird sort of way. Like, oh, man, this, this seems like something that would be written in a Charles Schultz, you know, comic strip. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah uh, I think, you know, of course, this was a, a standard 
uh, peanut special with all the voices done by children mm-hmm. and no adults whatsoever. And mm-hmm. it, it was there any original music composed for it? Yes, or? the 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 pumpkin. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did. He did all because as yeah, I know, it leaned Garaldi. heavily on on some of the pre-existing Garaldi music, but. Well, you, what do you mean, Jazz is reusing some themes? <laughs> Take that. Take that, Jazz. Uh, I don't know what my voice did there. It was like, Jazz. <laughs> I'm going through puberty, everyone. Live on the air. Yeah, um, Garaldi's theme for the special, The Great Pumpkin Waltz, plays throughout. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Garaldi's comp- There's also been a few new Garaldi compositions that have been sought after by fans of the show and musicians, including Breathless, Graveyard Theme, Trick or Treat, The Red Baron, and Fanfare. You reading that from Wikipedia? Yes. All right. That was a I had yeah, that pulled up for the music okay. specifically. Um, <laughs> credit where it's due. Credit where credit to the due. nerds of Wikipedia. Yeah. So, the, but yeah, I think that the I think that there is like a very subversive tech. I mean, Pete's is kind of a subversive comic in a lot of sure. ways. We tend to think of it as kind of like, oh, that's the thing. My very grandpa. wholesome Americana. Yeah, but in a lot of ways. But, but it's not. It's no. a very. Uh, you know, I was, you know, we laugh at comic strips because we tend to think of them as just like all oh, these are in the paper. They're not very subversive. Being very safe. Yeah, being very yeah. safe. But in actuality, a lot of the comics are have a lot of dark themes to them. Mm-hmm. I mean, have you ever actually read, you know, uh, uh, Nancy? That's a dark, dark yeah. comic. Well, Peanuts has <laughs> has always been pretty great because even at its safest, I mean, there's always been you know um, themes of. Uh, dealing with um depression a little bit um bullying just bullying yeah. uh, you know isolation and you know charlie brown has always been you know he's he's it's played for laughs obviously but you know there's there's a there's always sort of a a, a sad darkness there um yeah. i've read the um parts of i never actually sat down and read it cover to cover but um the the schultz um biography that came out a few years ago it's the, yeah. the one that you've probably seen it's got the yellow with yeah the, the charlie brown shirt it's not a great book because it's um one of those ones that tends to it it, it sort of goes after the the darkness in schultz's life a little too gleefully um where it it's stuff that it, it poses a lot of rumors as facts which i don't necessarily approve of but it's it's it still gets at a lot of things about how much maybe Charlie Brown as a character was really oh, you could reflective tell. of yeah. his life. I mean, Yo, he you pined could... after the, the, his, the whole Charlie Brown, and, th- and this isn't in Great Pumpkin, but I think it does factor With... into some of the specials, but certainly in the strips, the little redhead girl. Well, yeah, and that's what's in the, new, mo- the, new, yeah. the new one that's coming out is all about him with the little redhead oh, girl. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and yeah, that was something that the book, you know, the biography draws a lot of parallels to and there's a lot of of supporting evidence of that that there was sort of someone in his life that he you know sort of pined for and when you yeah there is for me of... her name is scarlett johansson <laughs> there's a there's a lot there there's a lot to unpack oh, there, yeah. and, and, and that's why i i think it's easy for people to be kind of dismissive of comic strips and there's you know well, so I, many of them are 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 garbage they are safe well, i mean and their jokes are terrible and they're punny you know for every peanuts you know there's 500 wizards of id <laughs> you know or, or B- the horrible bc you know and <laughs> all of these strips all these strips that have been bc and wizard of id aren't they done by the same person i don't probably right 
There's like uh, one guy that makes every terrible strip. I wish that was true. But funky Winker Bean. There's <laughs> over here, Funky. Take oh, off your pants. Oh, I made a Simpsons reference. I need to take off an article of clothing. This is actually, I think, going to be the first one we don't reference hired goons. We will. <laughs> oh, wait, we just did. Ah. Uh, it doesn't count. That was a little too meta to too count, meta I to suppose. Count, yeah. 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 But anyway, yeah, they, but I think, what I do think is, is that there is something to be said about this, this darkness of, of the character of Charlie Brown. That's mm-hmm. why the very French of him, he's, he's so, he's, ennui. Ennui brun. Ennui brun. Um, yeah. Charles Brun. Um, but there's this, this whole thing about it. Cause like one of the things that they say in the notes is that all the kids around America were so sad that Charlie Brown didn't get any actual candy that they mailed candy to the studio hmm. for Charlie Brown, which is like, how dumb are Americans? Right. Kids are stupid. Because kids are stupid. But also to say, <laughs> but they don't get at the point, which is, is that it's not that Charlie Brown didn't get candy. It's that, that no one gave Charlie Brown candy. They're not going after the problem, which is the parents that are obviously in this community. They're giving out <laughs> rocks. Right. Like they think that just by giving Charlie Brown candy, it's going to solve the problem. It's to no, Charlie Brown is depressed because people literally treat him like crap. Yeah. Like that's what's going on. People go out of their way, way. to treat him like crap. But I also It's th- not like they were like, let's give him the bad candy. It's like, no, let's get rocks. But I, I agree with you. And get ready for Charlie Brown to come so that we can give him rocks. But I agree with you in that I think that there is a weird like Charlie Brown brings it on himself, which is a sad thing to say in this day and age. Like we don't want to believe that people bring this stuff on themselves, like this level of depression or something like that. But there's a level of it where Charlie Brown is like Oh, woe is me. You know, nobody likes me. And that's kind of why no one likes him is because he he thinks no one likes him. Yeah, well, and that's there's a weird thing. There's like a weird kind well, of. It's interesting yeah. compared to um, Charlie Brown Christmas, where for someone who uh, no one, you know, he knows that no one likes him. He still is like, absolutely, I will direct your Christmas play. Like, he thinks, like, this is going to be a big moment for him. Instead of just being like, I'm not even going to talk to these people. Like, he he puts himself out there. Yeah. But you got to give it to him. (laughs) He got to. That Charlie Brown, he puts himself out there. You got to admire his moxie. Uh, (laughs) But, yeah, he he still does it. He, He goes to the party after some, I think, Violet or somebody tells him specifically I think it's Lucy tells him that I I don't remember so, it's either maybe. Vi- it, might it might be Violet it, it might be, be Lucy. I don't remember yeah. well cuz I think it's Violet's Halloween party okay. so maybe it's Lucy who says you shouldn't have been invited Charlie Brown says screw it I'm going trick or treating with these guys I'm going to their party I don't even care my sister is hanging out over yeah, here with this guy batch, you know yeah. what we're going to leave him we're going to leave her uh, I, I I'm going I'm going to have a good time he comes back with a bag full of rocks. So, yeah. you know, it is what He's it like, is. like, you know what? I tried. <laughs> he puts himself out there. He puts himself out he there. He does it. Yeah. So there's some, there's some yeah. of that. There's, there's some that's impressive, you know, for for Charlie. Something to Over it. there. I smell smoke in the auditorium. Charlie Brown. Everybody always picking on me. That's him on his knees. I know that's him. Yelling seven come eleven down in the boys' gym. Charlie Brown, Charlie Brown, he's a clown. That Charlie Brown, he's gonna get 
is everybody always picking on me? That Charlie Brown. <laughs> well, now you got to put it at this is it. Right, Charlie yeah. Brown. All right, so let's let's we're gonna do our our recast of this movie. Oh man, um, which I stupidly didn't actually do. So oh, I sort of cobbled something together and rushed I, it. So this I, is I, this is Joe's show oh, to, I took, to run. I did nothing. Like this is all just nonsense. <clears throat> so for we me. decided we'll, we'll get through it quickly. But uh, we decided that I mean, what are you gonna do? It, what, it, what are you gonna recast? It's a cartoon. It. So we said, what, what the hell? Just live live action. Let's just pretend do whatever we're we casting want. Yeah. a live action peanut special yeah of Pretty. any kind yeah i guess yeah. i guess this one but it doesn't even matter yeah so um i i think it begs the question of kevin who who is your is your charlie brown <laughs> you know and again i did this right before but i thought who's gonna have that who can play that sad sack mentality but play it for laughs. Play it where we simultaneously feel bad for him, but also kind of want to just give him a rock. Yeah. Um, and this is, again, just to, just to say, too, to clarify that as we're doing live action, they've, they're going to have to be adults because otherwise, what are we going to do? They're not going to be children. So this is a live action Peanuts, I guess, where they're adults. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, what are we going to do? Child who actors yeah. is who cares? Yeah. Child actors, whoever's parents allow them to be a child actor foolishly. Yeah. Um, Steve Carell was the first Ooh, one who came to mind. That's a good one. I, yeah. I like that. I went with uh, with uh, uh, Nicolas Cage. <laughs> what? Because I love the idea of Nicolas Cage wanting to go kick a football and falling. You know what? I'm just gonna kick that football. I'm just gonna kick that football. I don't understand what you're, this is. <laughs> I don't think this makes sense. <laughs> it's not gonna make sense. Trust me, it's not gonna make sense. Uh, but I do like your Steve Carell. I think Steve Carell would actually in a live like if they were doing a Good Man Charlie Brown, which is the musical based off the Peanuts. Um, I think that Steve Carell would make an excellent Charlie Brown. I got a rock. <laughs> a rock. <laughs> All right, so we're just going to go. Who puts a rock in a child's bag? Just leave it alone, Charlie Brown. Just leave it. No! <laughs> All right. Um, oh, my God. Let's go Let's go next with Linus. Who do you have for your Linus? The uh, ages and timeline do not make sense oh, at it, all. It's okay. But who are you going to go with besides Michael Sarah? <laughs> <laughs> Michael Sarah. I always think of that episode of, of Arrested. Uh, Great Pumpkin's going to show up. I don't know. <laughs> Oh yeah, where he's, he's where he's Charlie that, Brown. That, the rest of development, and they're like, and they play the the, the, the Christmas, Christmas time music, and, and there's, there's like, actually a dog <laughs> sleeping on top of a doghouse in the background. That's a great reference. So he would, they do posit him a little bit as a Charlie Brown, but yeah. I I feel like he's a little more Linus. Uh, I went with Sam Rockwell. <laughs> okay, who I think is one of the most underrated actors of of mm -hmm. of this of this current generation. Sure. Uh, I, I think he, he's a little, he's good. He, he pretends to be smart, but he's a little manic. He's a little crazy. And I see yeah. him doing that whole, uh, the doomed speech at the end. Like he has getting it. a little, getting a little crazy there. Why not? Um, who is your Lucy? Uh, I'm sticking with comics a little bit. Uh, and I went with who I think would have a blast doing it. Wait, wait, hold on a second. Did you do Sarah Silverman? Yes, I did. That's who I did. Yeah. Too. Yay! Because <laughs> I, I she said, would have an absolute blast, blast playing yeah. it. Yeah, I, and, I, and yeah. I would love to watch her just railing on <laughs> Steve Carell. <laughs> yeah, that's what and, her, and and Michael Sarah apparently. 
now part of me wants to see this movie <laughs> okay um what about your sally uh you know i didn't write anybody down because I, I i couldn't really think of anybody but the first person who came into my head just randomly just who i think can play that character really well um again ages do not make any sense but i went with uh the great uh judy greer Judy Greer, yeah, yeah, that could work. Not, not a terrific choice, but I, I this first person who popped into my head. So let's we'll um, go with that. I went with the person who was in the revival of Your Good Man, Charlie Brown, who played Sally, uh, Kristen Chenoweth. <laughs> That's who I decided oh, to go with. Oh, oh, Kristen, did you hear that? Uh, my my wife is here, and my wife is uh, the biggest Kristen Chenoweth fan, fan I know, yeah. which is because I only know one Kristen Chenoweth fan, <laughs> yeah. my wife. But uh, she would be delighted to find out that Kristen Chenoweth is in your yeah. your movie. I mean, in the revival that was recent, I think she she played. I don't remember who played Lucy, but uh, she's pretty great. She's Anth- pretty great. She's pretty funny. Anthony Rapp played Charlie Brown. Uh, B.D. Wong played Linus. Oh, uh, well, I can't remember who else was in it. Jurassic Park's BD Jurassic Wong Park thing. slash Law and Order SVU's BD Wong. Bung, bung. Did you? OK. And uh, uh, fi- I didn't cast anybody else. Who do you got? Oh, you didn't do a Snoopy? No, <laughs> no, no, no. But we did jokingly say earlier because I really wanted, as all things, I really wanted Chris Pratt in this. It's like <laughs> Chris Pratt is Snoopy. Let's do it. OK, yeah. That's, Just walking around in a work. Snoopy outfit. My, my final my final uh, cast of, of Snoopy. <laughs> well, yours is better, but um, <laughs> I went with Bruce Willis as Snoopy. <laughs> you love your Bruce Willis. I, I, I you have to like, oh, yeah, I got Woodstock over here. I got yeah. shut down over enemy lines. Which way to the Marseillais? Uh, yeah, it's going hard. <laughs> Play something happier. <laughs> it's too happy. Schroeder just has to start playing it. No, no, no. It's too happy. <laughs> Hold on. And then he starts, he pulls out a gun and starts shooting some Germans that are coming <laughs> through the door. Hey, take that, you rebaron. <laughs> You're gonna shoot down me. Yeah, this. <laughs> <laughs> All of this directed by Ridley Scott. <laughs> Now Snoopy had sworn that he'd get that man So he asked the great pumpkin for a new battle plan He challenged the German to a real dog fight While the Baron was laughing, he got him in his sight Time for the pick three. Yeah, so this one might be uh, a little bit of overlap, and and, and and I feel like it's a little bit obvious, but what I wanted to talk about are 
um, you know, in the in the months in the month the weeks and in, in the month really as we lead up to Halloween, you know, I know you and I and I know a lot of people, probably a lot of our listeners, marathon plenty of horror movies. Yeah. Um, I try to watch you know some newer movies that maybe I haven't seen before, but I'm always going to go back to certain movies that I'm going to watch. Um, every single year or every other year or something like that. Some 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 go to sort of favorites. So we thought, let's talk. Let's do our top three movies specifically, either like about Halloween, like where Halloween is a central theme, or just movies that you have to watch yeah. on or around Halloween. That's like, what it's like. It's, what's your annual tradition yeah, of watching Halloween yeah, movies? Yeah. Um, so I will let you go ahead and start it off with your number three. My number three is uh, one that's probably on your list. Well, I don't know if it's on your list because I know you just rewatched it, which is Scream. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the the nineteen ninety four, I believe. I don't know. I don't know off the top of my head. But Scream, yeah. The the Nev Campbell ninety six. Ninety six. Yeah, we. D- I did just my. I wa- I just watched it with my wife for the first yeah. time. The Wes Craven uh, is written by the guy who wrote Dawson's Creek uh, Scream. I love that movie. I just think that movie is fantastic. I love. I, it's very genre turning. It, it, it kind of defined horror for the yeah. late nineties, early two thousands for a long for a lot of people. It did, and you know, and and so my wife does not like horror movies. I've mentioned mm-hmm. that before, but um, also great soundtrack too. Oh, really? Oh, it is such a dated, terrible soundtrack. Oh, yeah, that's it's why all I love MTV. It. Yeah, it's all just terrible MTV like buzz bin. Oh crap. yeah, love it. Oh, makes me feel okay. young. All right. I feel like I feel like all I, of the scream sound. I feel like Shatner at the end of Star Trek Two, where I'm just like I feel young. I uh, <laughs> so so my uh, I, I I wanted to watch this with my wife. She was we, we were we were we, we had made uh, we had pizza and we uh, she was making some cookies for for something for for work and so I knew that she would be sort of in and out, and I said this is a perfect time to watch Scream because I know it's going to be kind of scary for you. Um, but I think as long as you're kind of doing something and you can just sit and appreciate all of the '90s-ness, uh, I mean, Courtney Cox, oh, David so Arquette, that opening, or, that, or as I like to call him, Dewey Cox Arquette, Dewey Cox Arquette, um, that opening sequence with 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 Drew Barrymore. I made her sit and watch that. Be, sit and watch that because so I said, good. you know, I know that it's gonna be scary, but I was like, sit and watch this because it's so. Listen I here, think you it's little iconic. slut. <laughs> I think it's very iconic. Oh, it I, is. I really 100%. do think that it's it's terrific. I I I, I actually not I, sh- I shouldn't say not too long ago. It was it was, it was a few years ago, but um, I actually marathoned all three in a day. This is before four, four came out. Um, this was four, that long I, ago. I stand by four. I think four, four is okay. was pretty good. Four is okay. There's significant diminishing returns with each of these movies, but still. The, the I, appearance I, I of Jane Silent all, Bob in part three. <laughs> I think they're all watchable. I, I, I haven't seen two and three in a while. I haven't seen four since it came out, but I remembered enjoying all of them. And I think one absolute, just having seen it two days ago, yeah. the first scream absolutely holds up. Um, the nineties ness, notwithstanding. Oh, what, why do you have a cellular f- telephone young man? <laughs> Everybody's got him, Chief Skeet Ulrich. <laughs> oh, that's why I love. I love the night. It's, it's like it's so, and 90. that's why it's one of my. It's one of my traditions. Is because it yeah. makes me feel young again. For mm. sort of watching all these kids with their hip hop um, and their <clears throat> jazz. I will say um, a, a brief, um, embarrassing aside. I will go ahead and confess this. I mistakenly thought, and watching this again two days ago. 
Oh, I can't imagine you thought how I thought that this was going to be a thing. You thought Jamie Kennedy was Seth Green. <laughs> no, I, although that's an understandable mistake to make. I thought that eventually Matthew Lillard was going to like break through into like <laughs> upper level acting. Like he was going to have like his iconic, like dramatic role. And everyone is going to be like, wow, Matthew Lillard can act like. No, he, he played all those goofy roles, but like he can act like he was going to have his like eternal sunshine of the spotless mind moment. Yeah. And everybody was going to be like, yeah, OK, watching that movie again. I don't know where I got that from. Maybe I was thinking of someone else. Yeah, it's uh, uh, he ends up just doing the voice of Shaggy for the next 30 years. Oh, my God. Now he's on a, a cartoon called Be Cool Scooby-Doo, which is what Shaggy would say to Scooby-Doo when a cop comes and busts him for pot. Be cool, Scooby Doo. Be cool, Scoob. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so, what was your what was your number three? Um, so, uh, I actually am wait, wait, go wait, 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 wait. Let's see. It's a Kevin pick. <laughs> it's not. By the way, on the last no... cast, on the last cast, it was every one of them. You're like, for the sake of this being a Kevin, pick. I know. I know. For the last two, I've talked about my Kevin picks because, well, because I this I is, tend to go for a little yeah. bit art house fair. Yeah, my my number my number three is Ingmar Bergman's The Seventh Seal, uh, Seventh Sides. <laughs> the Serbian, right? Exactly. The 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 yeah. The <laughs> it's a Serbian film. Now I know. Oh, it's no, a- <laughs> no. Um, there, I, I will go out on a limb and say that actually there are a lot of Joe picks on this list. I think all three of them might be Joe picks. Um, my number three is a more recent movie that I know you and I both love. I don't know if this is going to make your list, but, uh, with the new, uh, Christmas horror movie coming Uh out, uh, I am going to go with 2007, I think, uh, Trick or Treat. Trick or Treat. I absolutely love a good and you know what i will excuse a mediocre slash terrible anthology movie especially a horror anthology movie um i actually like the first vhs movies two and three are terrible garbage i do not like the abcs of death but i appreciate what it was trying to do um trick-or-treat is the vowels were pretty good (laughs) the vowels were good Trigger Treat is one of those movies that, for all of its faults, um, it goes for broke. It's, I love it's a movie that's not afraid to like be rough on like I mean children die, which it's not like I get like retarded happy children, when children die. die, but it's one of those things that it's like oh my god the movie just did that yeah and it's like if you're dealing with a movie that's okay with children dying you're already like. What level are we playing oh, on at this point? It's good. It's a super fun movie. I have seen it way more times than is probably appropriate. Yeah. Um, I if you have not seen it, it's one of those movies that's really interesting. About I think it, would it you, was supposed to come out in theaters. Yeah, like back in like oh like, six oh seven, and it never did. And it sat on the studio shelf did, for like a year and a half before they just dumped it on DVD. But I think you, it's a cult favorite. Did you now. see it over at my house for the first time? Because I remember I got a bootleg of it. I think maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I may. I, I feel like I may have maybe rented could. it, but I, I, I might could have. 
Mike could have. <laughs> yeah, because I remember I got a bootleg of it. I know it. we've watched it, that bootleg, Numerous a couple t- of times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that, that was, uh, was going to be my number two, but it's okay. I don't have to make that my number two. I could, I could switch it out for you something can, else. We can, that's, you can talk about it. You could talk about your, your okay, version well, of it, I'll, or you can swap it for something else. There's okay. plenty of movies. I'll, I'll just say it's my, it, 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 that was my number two, and it's mainly just because it's a good... I do enjoy anthology, but we, and me and you, we we don't talk about it on this podcast, but we do. We love Tales from the Dark Side. We love um, Creep Show. We mm-hmm. we love those Creep Show. Oh, Creep Show one and two. Yeah. I will go to bat for Creep Show two. The raft still terrifies me to this sure. day. Um, that was very formative. For and me we as a we kid. love Tales from the Crypt, and we're very sad that it's not on HBO Go I yet. I miss that show, and as soon as that's available, I am. Danny Elfman score. Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman. I lived for that show. And it's as so, a kid, it's so bad. Too. It's terrible. But you would get like Dan Aykroyd would show up. You would get like. You would get prominent directors, yeah. you know, occasionally. Sometimes well, you'd get like terrible, John Lasseter and uh, yeah. who's the guy that did uh, uh, Back, Back to the Future? Uh, um, Zemeckis? Yeah, Zemeckis would Zemeckis. do I was going to yeah. say Zemeckis, maybe, I don't know. Spielberg might do one. Spe- yeah, just well, And actually, did you, did you hear that they're redoing Amazing Stories now? No, yeah. that would be, that'll be the guy, interesting. Uh, uh, Brian, the guy who does Pushing Daisies uh, and uh, oh, Hannibal. Singer? Brian, not Brian Singer. Uh, Brian Fuller. Oh, Fuller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to be redoing Amazing yep. Stories, which I think that'll be great. It'll be very visual, like yeah. just visually very terrific. Yeah, but he's, I mean, he's got a great sense of and anthology shows and anthology movies have always like, oh, the Twilight Zone movie is just so bizarre. And we are are very forgiving of <laughs> of anthologies. I mean, yeah, uh, a, a bad anthologies can be very bad. But, but that's the thing with anthologies is they can shoot you with a lot of stuff. But mm-hmm. as long as like at least two thirds of it stick. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's like the thing. It's like anthology will be like, you know what? This, the, isn't, this yeah. is like a th- if a third of it's bad and two thirds of it's good, it's still pretty good. The vampire segment um, of Trick or Treat is very weak. That's uh, the vampire uh, werewolf, slash werewolf yeah, segment. That's, that's, the, that's the weakest part. Yeah. It's very weak. Um, that's a little rough to get the through. Brian as much Ka- as I love Anna Paquin. That, uh, but the the and Dylan Baker yeah. does the sort of crossover because his story is terrifying. Yeah, and then he transitions to sort of provide a little bit of link to. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, Brian Cox, the Brian Cox, Sam, oh, the little guy, yeah. the little Halloween guy. Um, and and I mentioned the Christmas movie. I mentioned Krampus, which yeah, Kr- we just yeah. saw the the trailer for it today because we just came from Crimson Peak. Um, Crimson Peak. <laughs> the uh, Crimson Peak. It looks like Krampus is going to be very similar to this idea yeah. of respecting the ancient traditions of a holiday because that's what trick or treat is all a lot of, is a lot about. Where you know this little guy shows up. Where if you're disrespectful to the traditions, like he kills the guy, spoiler, he kills the guy from uh, Battlestar Battle Galactica. Galactica yeah. he, he kills Hilo because <laughs> he smashes pumpkins and he's not respectful. And then he goes after Brian Cox because he pretends he's not home and he yells at kids on Halloween and he doesn't give out candy. And that is worthy of death, apparently. It is. Uh, and plus, he's just a jerk in general. But well, he's the one it's a who, great he, movie. He's the one who got paid to kill all the retarded kids on the bus. That's right. Yeah. Yes, that's the other crossover. That's yeah. such an, another creepy segment. Oh, it's I so love it. good. Love that movie. Okay, what's your, what's your number two? Uh, my number two is a Christmas movie that is also a Halloween movie. 
I think it's officially a Halloween movie, though. This I am going Halloween. with this is Halloween, Halloween, The Nightmare Before Halloween. Christmas. Uh, Henry, uh, Henry Henry Selleck, Selleck. Yeah. Uh, Tim Burton produced Henry Selleck stop motion. We call home. Everybody dance to the pumpkin song. That's all I gotta say. La 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 la. Oh my god! <laughs> I so my daughter discovered it this year. Oh great! She has been watching it nonstop, and I I don't mind it because it's only an hour long. <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty. It's on the short side. And and so like. <laughs> That song and What's This are fantastic. Ah, the music's great. The voiceover's there are, great. There are a couple, like, D- Danny, get your head out of your butt. We don't need another dirge about, like, Jack's lament. Come on. Wait, let's get through this. I know that yeah, it's, you are definitely going to take issue with the slower, sadder parts. But I, I don't... There's just too many of them in that movie. For, yeah. for an hour-long movie, like, the... It starts okay. It's longer than that, clearly. No, it's only it's only seventy minutes. Is it really? It's only seventy minutes. Yeah. Hmm. The uh, that because we also watched the Corpse Bride as well, and anyway, that's only seventy minutes long. Yeah, which is uh, also great. Yeah, it's not as good as the Nightmare Before Christmas. No, but it's 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 good. It's a good yeah. companion piece. Yeah. The the but okay. So in ter- I love it, and I'm finding no wrong. But I'm just in terms of the music, uh, in from musical theater as a music a guy who's into musical theater, <laughs> which. Um, I will say it doesn't have is one of us. Yeah, <laughs> not two of us. It starts off with one of the most amazing songs ever. Like the ha- Halloween Town is just a fantastic oh, yeah. song. Oh yeah, like, you cannot go wrong with that. And then it goes into the 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 Jack song where he's singing all where he's all sad. And then it goes into What's This, which is great. But there's no other song throughout that hits that level. Like the Oogie Boogie song is pretty good, but What's This is so genius. That they yeah. need to have a song at the end or close to the end, which hits at least that high in terms of the structure of musical theater. That's just, just me saying, you know, it's a short sure. one. Sure. So. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's the but the movie itself is just unbelievably it's cool. Great. Yeah. It's great. It's so fun to watch. It's so stylish. Like I, I just I love everything about that movie. Yeah. The only thing I don't like about it is how much credit Tim Burton takes for it. And I I, I kind of get just a little cheesed by it. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, well, that's because it's a very, I mean, it's a distinctive Tim Burton vision. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know. I mean, Henry Selleck also did Corpse Bride, but he also did what? Didn't he do James and the Giant Peach as well? He did do James and the Giant Peach. I don't know if he did um, Corpse Bride, though. Uh um, I know I he, he did. did. He well, did Coraline. I'll, I'll look. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. You're right. I I apologize to all the people who were screaming into their uh, in their cars yeah. listening to us I, that's yeah. exact that's exactly corpse, corpse, what i meant corpse bride is timber and mike johnson corpse, johnson yes you're absolutely right um because because tim burton and, and henry selick had a falling out because right of how much credit tim burton took for the nightmare before christmas i but all the true nerds know that it was henry Selleck. sure yeah. and, and and i and i i understand that but i i feel like that's it's still a very oh, tim burton cool. vision i mean it's not like you can really divorce that from it fits so neatly in his filmography yeah it does as if he had directed it obviously knowing that he did not and yeah. now i remember i was talking about Coraline. <laughs> not, not you, know my, you know what my favorite little fact about the about the nightmare before christmas is is that danny elfman did all the singing yeah he did jack singing and then chris sarandon, sarandon did the voice and the only reason why chris sarandon voice. was cast was because he sounds like danny elfman when danny elfman's singing <laughs> Like that's the only reason I think that's so. Uh, it's so pretty amazing. And it's Catherine so amazing. O'Hara, and Sally. Yeah, gotta love. 
and uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, um, um, um. There's so many great little voice cameos. Greg Proops, yes. uh, Paul Rubens shows up as one of the little trick or treat guys. Yes, um, um, and the mayor is of course Glenn Shaddix from uh, Beetlejuice. Oh, yes. So. yes. Oh, William Hickey as the scientist. Yeah, Yo, oh my God, yes. From Nash, uh, from uh, Christmas, Christmas vacation. Uh, vacation. Oh my God. Also from a really cool episode of um of uh, 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 Tales from the Crypt, where he does the body switching. Oh, yeah, I don't remember that one. Oh yeah, that was uh, that's a classic. Nice. All <laughs> right, your number one Halloween okay. movie tradition. This, Let's see if it's mine. It's okay. So this is half of a movie. Oh, that's okay. probably not mine. So yeah, it's probably not yours. So one of my things that I really love watching as a kid, and one of the things I still watch every year, I should probably just say this movie, but I'll say this is my is is a pick because I haven't gotten a good copy of it in probably twenty Teen years. Wolf. It's Teen, Teen Wolf. Wolf. <laughs> uh, no, it's uh, uh, um, the uh, okay. So let me preface it real quick. <laughs> okay. What I really liked watching was the Disney Halloween special, the Disney Halloween yes, treat, is it, which we just watched the other day too. Yeah. yeah, it's really hard to find a good copy of it. Yeah, they don't really exist. I'm waiting for them to do an HD version. They should. There's a there's a, a low res long version that the the the, the the um the Sunday night uh magical world of disney yeah. extended 90 minute version which includes the 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 villains yeah special where it's just like a random aside but it has a little enough of the actual halloween treat yeah. on youtube just google it i really find it on youtube really, and watch it it's terrific what i really want is like a nice hd version i know i would love them to remaster that but the uh there was one thing one of them in there and it's just i watch it all the time now is the adventures of ichabod crane and mr toad and the, yeah. the ichabod crane one is one of my the favorite Sleeping things Hollow to watch segment yeah just for the brom bones song of the uh, headless horseman yeah with a hip hip and a clippity clop yeah. he's out looking for a head chop bing crosby of course doing the voice uh sure. doing the narration yes where narrates he, yeah. the whole thing narrates the whole thing Love he does all the singing and yeah. bubble, 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 bubble. i hit my kid with some sag oranges um <laughs> <laughs> it's true but it's he what i love monster. is <laughs> from this from the ichabod crane song and from the from the headless horseman song brown bone sings um which is done it's some of the best animation you will ever see if you watch that you're like oh, i i sat down and rewatched it like two years ago and i just said holy crap this animation is just gorgeous gorgeous i said that a couple of times during the disney halloween just the whole thing of watching it yeah. there were just moments when you were like god just these hand painted everything and yeah. they're just they're remarkable well it's it's like a it's like a uh um a, it's it's like it's just like a dutch masters painting watching that thing because mm -hmm. it's, it's just a beautiful portrait of of upstate new york during the dutch settlement mm -hmm. and then you have uh of course ichabod crane in this fame the ride where he's getting chased by the headless horseman and it's so great because he's riding the horse which i th i think his name was lightning i'm not 100 percent sure mm, but there's right. this there's this uh the whole like like crickets and everything like yeah. that and he thinks he's being chased and it's just the pussy willows hitting the log mm -hmm. and it's just like you know so you know like, ichabod ichabod right yeah ichabod and he's getting like like tenser and tenser and tenser and finally he's like oh it's not a big deal and then you see the headless horseman yeah. chasing after him and it's this unbelievable like it feels longer than it actually it's probably only like three to four minutes but this chase sequence yeah. done and it's 
just and it's and there's enough sort of funny about it yeah where he's riding backwards and then he's chasing the horse it's like a scooby-doo episode there's enough gags yeah you're very aware of the fact that you're watching a cartoon and And then it it, it leaven lightens it enough which of course ends at the very end with him crossing the bridge and thinking he's safe and then the headless horseman throws (laughs) the flaming pumpkin at him yeah and that that's the end and he dies because he no. gets hit with a pumpkin i don't know <laughs> well no the rumor is is that he moved town well the whole thing is is that brown bones pretended to be the headless horseman to scare him away mm-hmm. that's what the whole thing is i mean they of course were judged by the johnny depp one where christopher walken shows up and <laughs> right. yeah. um, it's very spooky yes yeah, spooky but yeah that's my number one i i watch that probably great. every year yeah and i will say too just to add on to as we're talking about the gorgeous animation that disney can be responsible for there's um, they play during the Disney Halloween treat almost all of the um, the old mill, yeah, which is the the windmill cartoon with all of this. I saw a restored no print of that just recently. Really? Yeah. Um, that is one that that was one of those moments when I was just watching this and I was like, God, people are going to be studying this one forever. I believe that's from Make Mine Mary. I believe it's a segment yes. from Make Mine Mary. Yep, it is. Um, uh, and it's, it, it, I mean, it's its own standalone cartoon, but it was, yeah. it was brought into that, and it's just amazing. Yeah, but then it's of not a, scary at all. But I mean, it has sort of, it's very tense, and it's, yeah. it's got this great tense build, and then the lightning hits the mill, and, and it, uh, this then crescendo. Then you have a uh, the Donald Duck versus the gorilla, where it's just <laughs> like. <laughs> the, the animation is is so good, but the the soundtrack on it is so like over recorded that you, you can't you can't understand anything it's, that anyone's yeah. saying. And um, <laughs> my favorite moment in that cartoon. Before I get to my number one, I just have to say my absolute favorite moment in that cartoon is that they had tear gas readily available. <laughs> Just in Donald Duck's house. Yeah. His enormous sweeping mansion. Oh, my God. That house is gigantic. He just has this huge estate, this sprawling yeah. estate with rooms that he's never even bothered to furnish. <laughs> and it's just like, get the tear gas. We have a gorilla. I just, I just remember, like, that the gorilla's been there for six months, by the way. No one saw it until that my favorite night thing because is, it's so big. Is when the gorilla takes the, the, the tear gas, it makes the sound of, like, yeah. <laughs> and I just, just remember that always it just like, makes him sad. Yeah. That's how tear gas makes you cry. Yeah. What's um, your number one? So my number one Halloween tradition movie, since we've talked, you know, for nine hours about Disney, um, is maybe a little on the nose, but I don't care. I think I've watched it every year for the last I don't know how many years. Is it? Oh, dun, 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 I thought you were gonna say tra- I thought you were gonna say uh um 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 um, Hocus Pocus, and I was going to throw my, oh, my glass no. at you. That's the one that my wife wishes we watched. Oh, God. It's so bad. Witches we watched. Witches is pretty good. Uh, but it's not really a Halloween movie. No, not really. This is a Roald Dahl movie, and That's you're a, just like, yeah. like, oh, this is whimsical and so, creepily British. No, I, you know, I'm not a big... I, I won't take up too much time on this one, because this is going to run a little long, probably, but um, for a 25-minute thing that we watched. <laughs> but... I, you know, I'm not a big slasher movie guy. I'm not a big, like, uh, like a lot of people getting killed. Like, my, my horror would be more ideally just 
ghosts or monsters or something like that. Would it like be about that. a woman and moving to a haunted mansion? It would not necessarily <laughs> be about that. Uh, Crimson Peak! I got the, which was fine. That's our review of Crimson Peak. Crimson Peak was fine. There were a lot to like about Crimson it. Crimson Peak! Remember when that movie had ghosts in it for five I minutes and see. then it just turned into something else? Turned into a Byron poem. It turned into a Charles Dickens novel. Oh my is what God. it did. Yeah. Uh, anyway, which was fine. Yeah. Neither here nor there. Um, but I love it. I love that char- that Halloween is just about that. There's no explanation. Um, I detest the Rob Zombie remake because it just shoehorns all this backstory. Never watched that we it. Don't need. It explains why he turned into a killer and this and that. And it's just we didn't need it. It's scarier when we don't know. And John Carpenter knew that, and that's why there were a thousand sequels. Um, that are mostly terrible. Halloween, f- was it five or? S- yeah, I think it's five. Was the one with uh, where they did the Halloween, where they did like the reality show Halloween. I always enjoyed that. one. Oh God, yeah. Four is the one I think where Donald Pleasance comes back. Yes, he's uh, and then he well, supposedly three- dies in the fire, but I think he might come back again well, at some point. The second one was the one where he is like the next day, the one in the hospital. Then the third one is Season of the Witch, and we try to ignore with that. Totally one. unrelated movie. And the fourth one I think is the one with Donald Pleasance. And then H two O back. Is the, the fifth one. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter because I think it came out in '97. There with, was or, Resurrection, yeah. and then this, that, and the other thing. And because when did Halloween come out? Was it 1978? 78. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't Originally I, called the Babysitter Babysitter Murders. Yeah. Which Halloween's a much better title. Yeah. So that's that. That's yeah. our favorite Halloween movie. Did I faint? What did he leave us? Did he leave us any toys? I was robbed! I spent the whole night waiting for the great pumpkin when I could have been out for tricks or treats! Halloween is over and I've missed it! You blockhead! You kept me up all night waiting for the great pumpkin! And all that came was a beagle! I didn't get a chance to go out for tricks or treats! And it was all your fault! Also, what a fool I was. I could have had candy apples and gum and cookies and money and all sorts of things. But no, I had to listen to you, you blockhead. What a fool I was. Trick or treats come only once a year. And I miss it by sitting in a pumpkin patch with a blockhead. You owe me restitution! You heard about fury and a woman scorned, haven't you? Yes, I guess I have. Well, that's nothing compared to the fury of a woman who has been cheated out of tricks or treats. All right, it's about the end there. Um, one thing I, I forgot to mention in the last segment is uh, the other Halloween movie that was on my almost was Mr. Boogity. Which was <gasps> the made-for-TV Disney Channel? Yeah, uh, which also you can terrific not, movie. You can only find the worst copies online. Yeah. You could not find a good very copy. silly. There's a sequel, also. The Bride of Boogity. Yeah, which I don't know if I actually saw. I have it on VHS at my dad's house. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so the it's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. What what do you give it? What else can you give it? I mean, it's a solid A. Come yeah, on, I give it an it's A minus. It's the great bum. It's the great pumpkin. It's 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 an A. I mean, come on. 
Yeah, I give it's it an, wonderful. I, I'll do I'll do the I'll do the onion and give it an A minus. Sure. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll give it an A. We will not give anything an A. I will never give anything an A plus. Yeah. But an A is about the highest praise you can yeah. get from no, me. I'll give it an A minus. The the Snoopy thing is just it's fun, but it's just so out of place that it's just kind of like. <laughs> Really? Oh, okay. It's hard when a 25-minute cartoon feels padded. Yeah. That is a little yeah. problematic, but here we are. Yeah. All right, so go to planetarbitrary.com for your planet arbitrary needs. You can follow me on Twitter at planetarbitrary. You can follow Kevin at... At K. White Says. Uh, you can like our Facebook page, backslash planet arbitrary. You could also like the sister podcast you, you have on our own feed. You have the Play On podcast, all about video games, and also... You could listen to Game Classy, which is all about the tabletop board gaming. If for some odd reason you don't like, comment, and subscribe on iTunes, you can listen to us on the YouTube page because we get nothing from that. So, and plus they're going to start charging for YouTube. Are they really? Well, it's the subscription, the YouTube Red thing, which is very so you don't get any ads, right? BS. Anyway, uh, so uh, Kevin. Until next time, I got a rock. Comic, bullet, logic, 